Die Ansichten, die auf diesem Augen ausgedrückt werden, sind nicht unbedingt die Ansichten von meinpenis.com oder irgendwelche anderen Tochtergesellschaften. Ähnlich, die Erfahrungen und Zeugenaussagen der Verbraucher sind nicht die von meinpenis.com Kunden. Alle Ähnlichkeiten mit lebenden oder verstorbenen Personen sind rein zufällig.
shadow in the dark He comes to me infrequently And breaks your perfect heart I don't know why I do it Apologize, but it's too late A single tear and you leave me here And the shadow slips away On these streets I'm someone else Shadows in the city Like a demon in the dark Come to tear us apart everyone yes it's another radio overcoat it is high overcoat tonight I'm bringing back Brazil when I don't know uh, but for now what you just heard that was the midnight with shadows off of 2017's nocturnal release I hope it was released at night but anyway we also had an intro from Gwilym Morgan from the Mind Penis Zeitgeist from 2004. Oh, so good. Um, <laughs> yeah, that that was that was an album. Uh, one day, I don't know. I, I was hoping SMH would be here listening, um, but I don't think he's here tonight, <laughs> which is unfortunate because I think he's the only one who would I'd, like. I think he's the only one other than me who, like, remembers the album, as far as my, like, listener pool goes. Um, but anyway, 
It was a great album from Gwillem uh, about a site called MindPenis.com, where <laughs> you would load it up, and it was a, it was a German penis enlargement website selling pills or something. Uh, and the big feature was this disembodied head, or no, it was a disembodied body with no head, and he was just kind of holding a half-erect penis. Um, <laughs> and we just, I don't know, 2004 was a different time. We thought that was really hilarious. Um, so, man, maybe I should mark this stream as mature. Uh, I probably should. Uh, but for now, we'll move on from that discussion. Um, I'm not sure what part of penis discussion is, is mature, but, you know, moving on. I have some stuff to play. Uh, so I'm gonna play some hardcore. Wait, wait. Hardcore. Uh, and it's gonna be great. Uh, but first, I wanna play this Toriana. It's, uh, oh my god. It was a release on Maltine Records that I have to translate real quick, and I'll tell you... The Resolution EP. Yes, that's what it was. It was released in the Maltine Records. It's free! And it's Toriana and Nagomu Tamaki. And uh, we'll play that right now. And then, I got some from Bright Colors 3 again, some DJ Genki, Astronaut, Zentar, and Aran. And more Nagomu Tamaki the end of the set. It's gonna be good. Are you ready to dance? I am ready to dance. Yes. Sexy, but don't you dare stop it. 
That was... That was hardcore. So hardcore, like Quick Draw McGraw. Fuck what you heard, you ain't heard this before. Um... No, you have. I've played Bright Colors 3 before, but that last one was Get Pahunky from Nagomu Tamaki from The Thing. The Resolution EP is a split he did with Toriana from uh, Maltine Records. It was, it's a free... It's a free album. I'm gonna give you the link. MaltineRecords.cs8.biz Let's see. I'll link it in the Twitch chat. Yes. The Twitch chat. Um, because it's a Japanese nut label. It's on a subdomain. Because for some reason, the Japanese internet has this thing with subdomains. Everything has to have like three or four periods in it for no good goddamn reason. Um, on the other hand, the American internet is just a long string of fucking JavaScript, and I hate it. The American internet sucks ass. And that's what I have to say about that. I do have some good news. It's it's uh, time to play some more Vert, because I was in a Vert mood and I was listening to some stuff, and I was like, wow. I haven't played anything from Quackfest for a while. This is the best song title in the world. Nario riding naked on a totally righteous dragon.
That was not... That was a crossfade ending. I hate this. But that was Cornelius. <laughs> With New Music Machine from Phantasma from 1997. Before that, we had T-Square. With uh, Midnight Circle from Megalith. And then also... We had... Uh, Hasegawa Hakushi. With... In the Desert. That was off of an album 
that I need to translate. Son of a bitch. I was ready. What the fuck? The, I the album is called iPhone 6 Plus. Are you fucking kidding me? Okay. Yeah, that's... Okay, that's actually what it's called. iPhone 6 Plus <laughs> is the album. Another one from Maltine Records released last year. <sighs> okay. <laughs> and then starting off the set, we had Nario riding naked on a totally righteous dragon from Vert. That was off 2008's Quackfest. Also, the last time we had a fucking Quackfest, Jake. Come on, Jake, you piece of shit. Host another Quackfest. I need more MIDI in my life. The only problem is, computers don't have, like, the MIDI, uh, sound font built in anymore, like, cause they changed the, uh, they changed the Windows audio kernel. So there's no GM.DLS anymore, uh, as far as I know. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it's been like a decade since we had a Quackfest. God damn it. Um, ugh. That's sad. I think there was one in like 2012, and then after that, like, it was like one thing, and of course it was while I was working, so I missed it, and I was kind of pissed at that actually. Because um, I am of course the king of Quackfests, okay, not, no, actually it was Jake, but I was the, the jester of Quackfests. Not to, uh, well, I'm gonna toot my own, uh, midi horn a little bit. I thought my, my, my Quackfest entries were kind of hilarious. Um, looking back at them, it was just me just dicking around on a piano. And... <laughs> I, I came up with the craziest shit, and this was when I was in, like, high school. When I actually had, like, an imagination. So I'm, I'm, I, I listen back to these old songs that I did, and I'm like, wow, this was actually really fucking funny. Um, so I, <laughs> I liked them so much that I released my own Quackfest entries on an album, much like Jake did, except I didn't actually do anything to them. I just rendered them out with the GM.DLS sound font and called it a day. Um, though the Jake Kaufman Quackfest album is like completely redone, resequenced, just got nice samples and everything. He actually put work into it, um, mainly because his songs were actually good as opposed to just just jokes. So I highly recommend going to vert.bandcamp.com. I think it's I think it's that. Maybe it's vertjk.bandcamp.com. I can't remember offhand, but uh, good stuff. There's also another one of my favorites on there is World's Most Wanted Wiener. Which is, like, a must-listen. I've played that on my show before. Um... <laughs> yeah. But anyway... On another topic... Fucking Cornelius! Okay, so, Cornelius... I have in my hand a ticket! I, I mentioned this on a previous show, uh... Like... I, on show 250, so like two weeks ago... That... I got my ticket for the Cornelius show at the Showbox in Seattle on March 13th, and uh, it's it's uh, I'm so incredibly excited. 
A friend of mine actually has seen him already. He played New York City, and apparently it's going to be a mix of old and new stuff, because he's got a new release out um, that he put out last year, and I need to get it. Um, I'll, you know what? I'll buy it at the show. I'm sure there'll be a CD, or vinyl even. Um, but uh, yeah, I'm, I'm excited, and apparently, um, oh, what was her name? I was just looking. I'm gonna, I'm gonna go back to this post and give you some important info, especially uh, because it relates to the song I'm about to play. Come on, fucking Facebook! I hate Facebook. I'm just gonna go to my own page and look. Welcome to the Radio Overcoat Experience, where I am just fucking God. I am just searching for stuff. Okay. This is what she said. This was this, since this was my first time seeing him live. I didn't know what to, what to expect, but it was great. Solid performance, great set list. Played a little bit of everything, and Yumiko from Buffalo Daughter being in his touring band, and uh, I was like, yes. So. Buffalo Daughter. Uh, that's another uh, band that I saw when uh, I went to see YMO in California in 2011. Yes, and th they were great. So I'm going to play something from them. This is Buffalo Daughter with Autobahn. Yes, a cover of that Kraftwerk tune. This is from an album called The Radioactive Tribute to Kraftwerk, which I incredulously found at a Goodwill just sitting there. So I, I, I bought the CD for like $3. It was worth it. Anyway, it's time uh, to compute
Another one. <laughs> Another one from Phantasma. What's up? One, two, three, four, five, six, seven. Penis. Oh, penis. That was <laughs> my reciting of a poetry from the mind penis zeitgeist. But that was also count five or six from Cornelius. Who, yeah. I'm a little excited. I might be playing a couple Cornelius tracks tonight. Just, just a couple. <laughs> the fucking haiku thing. Oh, I would play the haiku thing from my, the Mind Penis album, but I would. I, I don't think anyone but myself and SMH would remember it, so they'd be just like confused as hell. Um. 
You know, fuck, maybe I will play it. I'll throw it in somewhere. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna do it, fuck it. Um, but anyway... <laughs> Oh yeah, God, I'm just I'm laughing just thinking about it. God, that's such a good album. Um, okay, so I have actual interesting things to say about that uh, Magical Power Meko album uh, that was Studio MIDI off of there. Oh, and of course, before that we had Dragons from Alexi Virta and Buffalo Daughter with a cover of. Craftworks Autobahn. Uh, but anyway, okay, so, Magical Power Mako, that, like, FM synth, uh, chiptune-y thing you heard before Cornelius, um, I discovered this last week, someone just linked it out of the blue, I can't even remember how I found it. I think it was APOC, actually. Um, because, it, it's like, we have this, like, MSX crew now. It's me, APOC, and I'm a track man. And we're like... We're, we're, we're like the A... The, uh, BOTB MSX computer people. Because... <laughs> and I'm like, I'm like the new guy, because I don't know anything. Um, so I'm constantly, like, pestering them for, like, Hey, how do I fix this shit? Um, how do I work, uh, DOS 2.0 on this thing? Um... <laughs> but then, uh, yeah, he, so he linked that, and I was, I was looking this up. So, uh, this Magical Power Mako guy, he has this album called Magical Computer Music, and it's from 1985, and it's a completely MSX-produced album. What that means is he used an MSX-1. Which is like, well, I guess I guess in '85 it was kind of usable, but it was still like kind of a budget computer back then. Uh, so yeah, I think he, he just did it because he wanted to. Um, so Yamaha made this thing called the SFG01, and it was this like outboard thing that connected to your MSX, and it had like MIDI in and out. And you could sequence stuff in the MSX and have it play back on your synth. And obviously he had like a DX7 and some other stuff, like and like a drum machine. But he did this all himself. And it's just this amazing... I, he accidentally made chiptune in 1985. Like, decades before anyone else did it. Um... <laughs> but... It's such a weird album. Uh, the last three tracks are tape loading noise, and I found that out the hard way. I put it on to go to sleep, and about, like, I don't know, 45, 50 minutes later, I just hear this horrible screeching noise, and I'm like, what the fuck is that? Like, I thought my laptop was breaking, because I have music play on my laptop before I go to bed. Um, and I was like, I, I was woken up from a deep sleep to like, the most horrible screeching tape loader noise. It was the worst. So, I had to like, delete those tracks from my laptop just to get it, <laughs> just so I would never accidentally load them up ever again. 
Um, and I'll never play them on this show because it's actually just terrible. I have no idea why they're on the end of this album. Um, there's like, and there's like three of them and they last a minute each. I hate it. Why did he do that? On the other hand, the rest of the album sounds fantastic. It's this amazing, like, kind of weird, like, weird and only a, weird in the way that only a Japanese man can make music. Um, <laughs> that's the best I can explain it. I have one more track from that album coming up later in the show. But anyway, right now, let's uh, cleanse ourselves with some Yukihiro Takahashi. Because I've been listening to him a little bit too uh, this week. Uh, this is Blue Color Worker from Murdered by the Music.
I guess we'll start from where we were last night. We were reading our haiku poetry. I guess I'll begin. Let's put the music on first. I've actually got three here. I'll, I'll read them all first. Okay. So many good memories for me.
Alright. Nikki Floors. That's a very nice voice. That was her singing for The Midnight. Uh, that was a song called Light Years from Nocturnal. Oh, look, there's a Bandcamp link. You can get it at themidnight.bandcamp.com. It costs some dollars. I think like seven or something. It's kind of cheap. It's good. You should go buy it. The Midnight is very good. Before that, also good, that was Clash, the classic tune from Cornelius. We also had uh, Betsy Coates. That was <laughs> from Crumb Crisp Coating from 2006. That was a track called Remix, and it was a remix of uh, <laughs> Willem's Mind Penis Haikus. <laughs> oh god, I could spend hours explaining uh, all the context required for that. But I think you can enjoy the song for on its own merit, perhaps. I think that was very good. Um, the, the tape clicking as a beat is just completely genius. Um, that, that, I think I've only ever heard like Radiohead do that before. I don't know. Uh, and then also we started the set off with Blue Color Worker. Yes, color. The blue is sometimes green. Uh, that was from Yukihiro Takahashi from Murdered by the Music. Oh! So, uh, Gwillem apparently officiated that remixer's wedding last year. Now that's a, that's exciting trivia for you. But who who remixed it? Was it was it a mental hospital guy or was it someone I don't know. It wasn't uh it wasn't uh Solomon, was it? Nah. He doesn't do music really. Does he? I don't think I have anything from him. Anyway, <laughs> so the mind penis thing, I, I talked about that a little bit earlier, but it became kind of a VG Mix in joke. I I was a part of like a small subset of VG Mix um, called the Insanity Forum, later known as the Mental Hospital. Um, <laughs> it was basically it was basically like the off-topic section of the forum. Oh, someone external remixed it. Okay, someone I don't know. Um, <laughs> so, okay, so we were part of a mental hospital on VG Mix forums, and it was like just a couple of us doing. I guess I guess today you would call that shit posting, but. We, back then, we just called it, like, Dadaist nonsense. Um, we're, we were just, you know, having fun on a forum. It wasn't really for memes or social media or anything. Um, we were just being dumb. And it was fantastic. Um, and the, the Mind Penis Zeitgeist album was born of that, um, whole thing. I want to say, if, it, if I was, if I had been older at the time and not as stupid, I probably could have, uh, like, contributed something more useful <laughs> to that, 
but <laughs> but my main contribution to that whole group was the decent effort guy <laughs> who was basically like the the bootleg nice work guy from OC Remix. Um, I just I just googled I just Google image search guy one day and I got this guy named Guy Worthy who is an astronomy teacher at uh, Washington State University and I thought he looked very silly so I, I took his picture and I said decent effort I put decent effort on it and it just <laughs> I think I just like I think I just spammed it everywhere until it caught on I don't know but it, I still have the picture I still have the original <laughs> and, oh yeah that was that was just the kind of silly humor we did back then when I was when I was a wee lad um, <laughs> I, I do kind of miss those days but we tried to have we tried to have it continue um, like the forums are still up on vgmix.com except no one posts on them uh, except for spam bots. It's literally just spam bots trying to sell each other Rolexes and Ray-Bans and Viagra. It's it's kind of uh, fascinating to see, actually. Um, but there was like a... We had our own little tiny culture of, of random silliness. It was great. And that's my... Uh, that's, that's me rolling down memory lane for the night. Let's get back to the music. Um, I've talked way too long, and this 10-minute song is gonna have- 11-minute oh, song is gonna have to go. I'm sorry, buddy. Um, let's just play something real chill. Anyone remember, um, Yokohama Shopping Trip? The best manga ever made? Well, there were some OVAs made from it. And, uh, were, uh both of them were very good. One of them has been like 2003, one of them is from 1998. The uh, difference in style is actually pretty striking. Uh, I'm gonna play something from the soundtrack from 2003's uh, Yokohama Kadaishi Kiko. It's from Choro Club. They also did ARIA music, if uh, you were curious. So yeah, it's gonna be like hella mandolin and guitar. I love it. We're gonna relax. We're gonna have a good time.
Gone Titi. Gone Titi. Uh, that was If I Can See You Someday with vocals from Sheena Hekiru, uh, a voice actress who has done many things, but honestly not enough lately. Um, <laughs> I was actually just looking her up because I was kind of curious. Um, she voiced 
Oh, okay, so she did some stuff for video games. But her big roles, I think, in anime were, uh... Obviously, it, it, this was from Yokohama Kaidashi Kiko from uh, the 1988 OVA. Uh, she was the voice of Alpha, the main character. Did a very good job. She was Princess Sheena. Yes, just using her own name in Shinesman, which was, like, it's, it's one of the weirdest, funniest anime from the 90s, I think. I, if you think of, uh, if you think of, like, good comedy from the 90s, there's, like, Excel Saga, Shinesman, like, this really absurd, um, kind of stupid humor that you don't really... <laughs> You don't really see that kind of thing anymore. Uh, Shinesman was very good. Every time I see a Mitsubishi Montero now, I think of, uh... The... Oh, Moss Green Guy. God, that was so good. Um... <laughs> what a weird anime. Um... But, I was looking, she hasn't done a lot of anime stuff lately. The, uh, latest thing... It's from 2017, she did one thing, uh, Hellgirl, the fourth Twilight. Um, before that it was like 2014, she did Detective Conan. Which is still fucking running! What the hell? Oh, she was in Danganronpa, the animation, as Celestia Lutenberg. Okay. And, uh, in Girl Zoom Panzer. Wow, so she's done, she's done a couple, uh... High profile things, I guess. I guess if you if you consider gr girls in pens or high profile, um, she's in video games. Oh, she was in Gundam Breaker Three, and uh, oh no, she was in Galgun too. Yeah, that's that. Was, <laughs> yeah, that was a thing, Galgun. Um, but anyway, anime is weird. <laughs> I still remember. Shine, like, seeing Shinesman for the first time, I saw it on TV, and I can't remember how the fuck I saw it. I think it was the Sci-Fi Channel. Honestly, whoever ran that block on the Sci-Fi Channel back in the late 90s, early 2000s, um, they played anime on, like, Sunday night at midnight, and they played the best stuff. Um, that's how I saw... Uh, Iria, Zyrum the Animation, Project Aiko, um, Eyes of Mar- well, Eyes of Mars was pretty bad, but, uh, you know, stuff like that, like, and I would- that was, like, my introduction to, to, like, good anime, I think. Uh, like, Toonami was on at the time, but this was, like, a completely different level of- of stuff that you don't- you didn't normally see on, like, Toonami, like, it was beyond Dragon Ball Z and- Man, when did I get started talking about anime? I, this just happens. I'm such a fucking nerd that I'll just start ranting about anime with no idea how the fuck I got to that point. Um, but yeah, so <laughs> the last three songs I played, two of them were from two different uh, YKK OVAs. Uh, in the middle, we had some Buffalo Daughter with a track called Ivory. That was from their album, I. Just the letter I. Um, oh yeah, and they did play Standalone Complex, but this was before that. This was, like, 
This was like when the first movie came out. That was a long time ago. I'm I'm an old man. <laughs> God, that was like God, that was like 20 years ago now that I was watching this these things. Um anyway, Iria rules. Uh, and that's a good reminder to play some of the soundtrack next week cuz the soundtrack was really good. But anyway, so I'm going to close the show out here. I'm going to I'm going to redo the Where's the damn There we go. <laughs> Where's the damn button? So I'm gonna do my normal spiel. You gotta do the Patreon. You gotta go to patreon.com slash overcoat and uh, patronize me. Patronize me, Captain. Uh, basically, give me money so you can fund my music purchases. I wanna buy some stuff. I wanna buy the newest Cornelius album. And I think, uh, I think I got some funds, actually, from Patreon. I'm gonna go check, get some stuff out of my, my PayPal account. Who knows how much is in there? I need to buy some things. Uh, the new Cornelius album's one of them. And... I'm gonna get that at the show. I am so excited. I am so fucking excited. You have no idea. I've been listening to Cornelius for, like... I don't know, 15 years now, at this point? He's been doing stuff, like, even longer than that. He's a massive collaborator. He's been doing stuff with, uh, Ryuichi Sakamoto, um, Yukihiro Takahashi, Haruhomi Sono, basically the entire band, Yellow Magic Orchestra. He's, like, their, their guitar guy. And all-around cool dude. So I'm excited for that. But anyway, I'm gonna close with some more Cornelius. And this one is a spe this one I'm gonna give a shout out to all the people who used to listen to me on Aristotle Radio because whoever listened to the Insomniac playlist probably heard this song a lot. And I'm gonna play this. It's Brazil from 2001's Point album. Enjoy. I'll see you guys next week. Thanks for listening, everyone. Good night. Yeah.